0: Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Crime, Coffee, and Combo Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Gray, and I'm so happy that you decided to stop by and listen. Don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button so you get notified every time a new podcast comes out. Just a reminder, in all of my episodes, we talk about murder in some way. In doing so, some of the material may not be suitable for young listeners, or listeners that have experienced various traumas. Please use your discretion when listening, or letting your young children listen along with you. With that being said, now let's get in today's mind-blowing case. In today's case, we're going to talk about Gregory Green. Now, Gregory Green killed his family twice. How did that happen? How did he kill his family twice? Well, do I have a story for you today. Now, in 1991, Gregory Green was married to Tanya Clayton Green. Now, Tanya already had two children. She had a five-year-old and an eight-year-old, and Gregory wasn't their father. But Gregory took these children on as, you know, his own. And in 91, Tanya was six months pregnant with hers and Gregory's child. On July 14, 1991, Gregory stabbed Tanya in the left cheek, her neck, chest, and back. Now, all this is according to the medical examiner's report. He did not harm the children. However, the precious unborn baby did not survive the attack at all. He, He, he meaning Gregory Green... After he was finished, he called the police himself cell and told them exactly what he had done to Tanya and where they could find the body. Once the police had arrived, he even told them again where she was and exactly where the knife was, which was found in the refrigerator. Of course, he was arrested and booked on murder charges. Gregory attempted to use insanity as a defense, but that didn't work. He ended up pleading guilty to second-degree murder in 1992 and was sentenced to 15 to 25 years in prison. He literally only got 15 to 25 years in prison over murdering his wife and killing their unborn child. It just surprises me that that is all a life is worth and the life of an unborn child. It just amazes me. Now, Gregory was denied parole four different times. Two times in 2004 and then two times in 2006. The reasons behind his denial the first four times was stated as he didn't show remorse for what he had done And that he blamed the victim tanya clayton green for his actions so he blamed tanya for him killing her now in the meantime while he was in prison gregory green took some educational programs and had only one violation while he had been in prison which really looked great on his prison record now when his parole hearing came up in 2008 He had many, many people speak on his behalf, such as his mother, a Department of Corrections officer of all people, and a pastor by the name of Fred Harris. Fred Harris supposedly knew him before he was incarcerated. This is what Fred Harris claimed. He went up to the parole board and he told them that he knew him before he was incarcerated. Whether he did or not, that's never been known. All of them talked about how Gregory was a changed man and he deserved a second chance and how he had accepted the Lord into his life, so on and so forth. So, out of the panel of three parole board members, they only needed two people to vote yes to allow Mr. Green parole. And lo and behold, two of the parole board members agreed that Gregory should be allowed parole this time. So, that was his fifth time in front of the parole board. Remember the first four times they denied it? But on the fifth time that he went in front of him, he was granted it. So, in mid to late 2008, he was released from prison. Shortly after being released, Gregory Green started a relationship with the pastor's daughter. Now, the very pastor that helped him get paroled, remember Fred Harris, that supposedly knew him before he was incarcerated? Yeah, he started a relationship with his daughter. Her name is Faith Harris. On December 18, 2010, Gregory and Faith got married. Faith already had two children from a previous relationship, Chadney and Kara. And later on, Gregory and Faith ended up having two daughters together named Coy and Kaylee. Now, it's starting to sound a little bit familiar, right? Tanya had two children before. So does Faith. But, differently, Gregory and Faith ended up having two daughters together. The family lived in a beautiful home in Dearborn Heights area, Michigan, Neighbors, friends, family have all described them as an all American family that had lovely picnics and loved to have small parties for the kids. And the little kids love playing outside and walking their little dog. But on February 22, 2013, Faith went to court for a personal protection order against her husband. According to the court records in her request, Faith Green wrote that her husband was threatening that. Things are going to get ugly if she didn't leave the home. She is quoted as saying, he jumped at me like he was going to attack. This went on for hours, end quote. The complaint also claimed that Gregory Green was belligerent and, quote, kicking things, unquote, the day before the filing. She also is stating as saying, quote, he kicked the couch while the baby was sleeping on it. She wrote, in the protection request, Faith Green indicated she did not contact police but had intended to go to the station to file a formal report that day after work. She is stated as saying, I didn't want to leave my house and not be able to get back in. She explained, the court denied the request without a hearing based on insufficient allegations for a PPO at this time now this is what was written down as to why they denied her request for a personal protection order they didn't even hear it in a hearing but the reason why it states insufficient allegations for a ppo at this time so the judge denied the request also on october 11 2013 now the records show that faith also filed for a divorce however no further action was taken on that order and it wasn't completed so, even though she filed for divorce on October 11, 2013, and no further action was taken on that order. So, they never did finish out the divorce. They never got divorced. Now, on August 11, 2016, court records show that Faith Green filed divorce again, citing a breakdown in the marriage relationship. Now, let's fast forward to very early morning on September twenty second, 2016. Wayne County, Michigan 911 receives a phone call from Gregory Green, and he tells them that he has killed four people at his Dearborn Heights home. Police arrived at 1:20 a.m. and discovered that four children had been attacked and killed in different ways. Kara Allen, 17, and Chadney Allen, 19, were found dead and bound in the basement after being shot execution style. Faith and Gregory's daughters, Coy and Kaylee Green, were found dead in their beds after they were asphyxiated by carbon monoxide fumes in a car, police said. Their father had manipulated the tailpipe of the car, killing the kids with exhaust fumes now he did that to the youngest two to his and faith greens little girls he then placed the two young girls back into the bed on the ground floor of their home the car was parked outside of the house and had a hose hooked to the exhaust that was routed into the car police gave the children cpr before they were taken to the hospital unfortunately neither child survived Now, their mother, Faith Green, was discovered in the basement by police and was taken to a hospital. Faith had been assaulted, tied up, and bound with zip ties and duct tape. She had been cut up on the face with a box cutter and shot in the foot. Gregory Green tortured and killed her two teenage children, Kara, and Chadney Allen, right in front of her. He literally made her watch him torture and kill her two teenage children in front of her while he had her bound and tied he shot her in the foot he cut her and he killed her two teenage children faith was taken to the hospital where she was treated and recovered from her injuries which has left her with lifelong scars as one can only imagine. I couldn't even imagine the terror, the nightmares, the thoughts that she has going through her head every single day of what she had to witness from that very gruesome day. Now, Gregory Green went through some competency testing at his preliminary examination and was found completely mentally competent. In other words, he wasn't crazy and he knew what he was doing. And they said that he was criminally responsible in this case, of course. He was not insane and if needed to he could stand trial so no insanity plea for him ha! Huh? that defense wouldn't work if he even tried to pull it just like the last murder he wanted to use that in with tanya come to find out gregory had planned to do this he actually shopped the crime a week earlier. He knew what he was going to do. He literally knew that he was going to kill his children. He knew he was going to kill his stepchildren. He knew he was going to torture his wife. He already knew this a week before. He knew what he was going to do. So, he decided to go ahead and plead guilty to second-degree murder in the slayings of Chadney and Kara Allen and Coy and Kaylee Green. Also, he pled guilty on charges of torture and assault with intent to do great bodily harm in the attack on Faith Green. He also pled guilty on felony firearm charges, the charges on unlawful imprisonment, villain in possession of a firearm, felonious assault was dropped at the sentence hearing as part of his guilty plea. The plea was given with the express approval of Faith Green, the children's mother, and the father of the two oldest children, Kara and Chadney Allen, as well. This kept the families from enduring a long drawn-out trial. On March 1st, 2017, Gregory Green was sentenced to 45 to 100 years in prison. A sentence agreement in the case requires Green to serve at least 45 to 100 years in prison for four counts of second degree murder and another two years for felony firearm which will be served first so his first shot at parole will be when he is 97 if he lives that long currently gregory green is serving his sentence at the michigan reformatory prison now this is just a very mind-boggling case to me he literally did kill his family twice a whole family twice Not once, but twice. Now, here's where I really would like to hear from you. Go to our Instagram page at Crime Coffee Combo Podcast. Look for the post on the Gregory Green Podcast and comment. Interact with this post so that we can have some interactions on future podcasts featuring these questions that you have answered or your opinions. Now, I feel like, in my opinion, had he been given a stiffer sentence, with the Tanya Green murder, that this murder could have been prevented. Had he been kept from being paroled, this murder could have been prevented. Now, do you think that you would get in a relationship with someone knowing that they had already killed their family? Would you do that? Would you get in a relationship with someone knowing they had already been convicted and served time, was on parole for killing their family previously? Would you do that? Do you think that Faith Green and her family knew the consequences? Of allowing Gregory Green into their lives? That doing so, that the chances of him committing murder again was very highly likely. Do you feel that the family pretty much invited Gregory Green in to commit murder? Not that they knew that he would but the chances of him doing it again or murdering someone. How do you feel about him being released on parole after murdering his first wife, an unborn child? Tell me what you think should have been done differently and how this tragedy a second time could Could have been prevented. What do you think about? the judge denying the PPO order, not even allowing a hearing. The PPO order that Faith had filed for, even after everything that she had wrote down, and needed that PPO order, you know, citing insufficient allegations for a PPO at this time. Do you feel like that that was enough evidence that they should have granted that? Do you think that would have helped her? Let me know your thoughts. Go to our Instagram page at Crime Copy Combo Podcast. Look for the post on the Gregory Green Podcast, where I will have up some pictures of the video victims of the assailant and some of the crime scene of the house not the actual scene itself and let's just have a conversation about this this is a very mind-blowing case that someone could literally kill their family twice two chances out of life and you killed your family twice two families it's just unbelievable well i do thank you all for joining me today for another episode of crime copying combo I'd greatly appreciate if you would take a minute and rate the show and leave a review if you're listening on iTunes. Don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button to follow the show as well. If there's a case that you would like me to talk about or look into, please feel free to email me at crimecoffeecombopodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to stay connected with us to see crime scene, victim, offender, and mugshot photos, and more, go to our Facebook and Instagram pages at Podcast. Click the follow and join button. I'm your host, Crystal Gray, and I'll talk to you all on the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay safe.